Red Business with Jonathan Healy. Hi there, and thanks for joining us. Coming up on this episode, we're going to talk about why more Cork businesses should be doing trade with Asia. Also, a new clinic that's set up to look at your moles. We'll find out more about that. But first, I want to go down to Ross Carberry in West Cork because we had an opportunity last weekend to take part in a wonderful night at Smuggler's Cove. I didn't think I would be brave enough, yet I was. Jeff Witcherly of Smuggler's Cove, how are you? Very good, Johnson. Very good in yourself. I'm all right. I'm, I'm still recovering from the excitement of getting down there. Now, I know you guys opened last year and I didn't get a chance to get down to you. And I did it. And it's just such a wonderful, wonderful experience to be flying up through the air and landing on, on what can only be described as the softest cushion imaginable. How, how, how has it been since you reopened? Yeah, look, it's been... a. Uh... It's 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 been a different year this year. Uh, it's been very very good. Um, I suppose last year it, everything was new to us, and everything was new to people around uh, Cork. I suppose and and the tubing park was excellent. This year it's, it's we've just upped the level a small bit as well. Um, we've a lot of school tours on at the moment. We're looking forward to a busy summer season coming up. And um, I suppose over the winter we we did a lot of changes to the to the premises. With um, a new toilet layout and new seating and eating layout and a new layout inside, so yeah, look, it's been a it's been a great start actually. Mm, so, I mean, let's explain let's explain the tubing to people who who might not have seen it or are seen pictures of me actually the Egypt uh, that you put up on <laughs> social media. Uh, how does the tubing work? So the tubing um, is is a fifty minute session. So you, you you book your fifty minute session and there's a session every hour. It's on it's on our booking system online on smugglerscove.ie. Um, it's best to book in advance and, 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 and guarantee your place. We have a limited number per session. So we have large tubes and small tubes, and we have four tracks. So the large tubes are for adults and the small tubes are for kids. So basically, you sit into the tube. It's a hard bottom tube. Uh, it, it's, it's like being uh, on ski surface. Uh, it's on a track, and you literally race down the hill. Now, as you know, Jonathan, and I know you did it last week and you loved it, was the, the tubby jump in is, is, is an extra dimension where you're actually really like just off a kicker up into the air and flying along. For well, you're, maybe... you're, you're airborne. It is a unique experience. I mean, we are not birds. Uh, we tend not to yeah. uh, end up uh, <laughs> flying through the air with without any support. And it's the first time you have that bit of exhilaration of doing it. But then you go, actually, no, I really enjoy that. I want to do it again. It, it, it's, it's really, really unique as an experience. And, and for the first time, people are very nervous. And they're like trusting us that everything is good and, and everything works perfect and we just let them down the hill and the speed just builds up and you should see the fear and the excitement on their faces like adults have told us it's like going back to being kids again mm. they absolutely oh, love I, it I absolutely then, I can verify and that and then you take off in, you take off into the air and everything just stops yeah. <laughs> and you're like <laughs> no it's it, it, you have to do it you really do the other thing it, it's not just the tubing you've got crazy golf uh, you've got a wonderful wooden maze on the site and the return of the Red FM maze I, I, I saw it it has been planted I believe yeah, it's been planted. You're, you're dead right. And the uh, Red FM maze, it's Ireland's largest corn maze that opens the middle of July every year. So we have that for about six weeks. And we do have our uh, timber maze all year round. And of course, where we, we started out originally was with our adventure golf course, which is still a huge, huge hit. So look, we've been adding away over the years. We're enjoying it. Um, we like We like to do things 
uh, activities that all the family can partake and that's kind of our, our our kind of motto and um you know this year we've kind of upped the ante a small bit in in what the comforts we're, we're trying to provide our customers with with uh, outdoor seating areas and food food offerings and obviously simple things like uh, baby changing and, and new toilets and all that yeah, so yeah, and yeah well, the, the stuff that people expect nowadays when they, they go exactly day out. Um, Jeff we did speak on the programme before um, it was around the time there was a huge discussion about insurance now it's not like that conversation has ever gone away but at the time yeah. you know that was putting a huge amount of pressure on your business how, how is it now um, and, and again because you are outdoor pursuits insurance I'm presuming is a big part of, 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 of the operation yeah, I look at Smugglers Cove, I suppose our insurance has over the years uh, quadrupled. Um, I, I have to be fair as well and say what we're paying at the moment, I, I feel is probably fair for the activities we're running. And and uh, I, I have to acknowledge that uh, our insurance company has been very good to us that way. It. The biggest problem is there's no competition in the market. That's that seems to be the biggest problem, uh, and the level of claims are, are, are extremely high when when there is a claim. Now I'm also involved in a, in another business here, uh, uh, water-based business in Roscarby, the Lagoon Activity Centre, and uh, our insurance there is just uh, this year has out of the blue has just uh, become prohibitive. Really, um, it's 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 after jumping um, by about four hundred percent. So four hundred percent, four hundred percent, with 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 a, with a with a crazy excess as well. So uh, that, that is a worrying side for that for that business, all right. Um, and we'd have to address that next year again and see see what happens. Mm. But the big problem is is the level of claims and also the um, you know just the whole duty of care is 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 tilted all against the 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 owner. So um, I think. I think if we can get a bit of fairness back into the market, uh, it'll be good. But uh, the way things are going, uh, there's no doubt about it. There's going to be businesses closed because of it. Mm. Unfortunately, that's that's what's going to happen. No, and and that's it's not as if we haven't been warned about that because we've been talking about it enough. You are heading into your busy season now. Of course, the schools start to close up. The secondary schools finishing in the next couple of weeks, and then primary schools off. You're going hell for leather for the summer, I'm guessing. Oh yeah, uh, Jonathan. We we have a short window, I'm afraid. So <laughs> we 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 just go at it. Uh, so really, from Easter until probably the middle to the end of September, it's 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 full on. Um, we have a very very large number of school tours uh, currently going on, and and will be until the third week of June. And then, of course, as you say, rightly, we're into the summer season and we're really, really looking forward to this year, actually. Okay. Really looking forward well, to this. I have to say, uh, having done it and having kind of questioned whether I should have done it, I can heartily <laughs> recommend it. Smugglerscove.ie is the website and that Red FM maze will be popping up there in the next little while. Jeff Witchley of Smugglers Cove, thank you so much for inviting me down and have a great summer. No problem, Jonathan. You're always welcome. Thanks very much. Get the Red Business Podcast every week with Jonathan Healy at redfm.ie. We may not be getting the high temperatures just yet, tantalisingly close though, Uh, but it is the time of the year where we need to be more careful about how we treat our skin in the sun. And in a very timely move, a new Cork clinic is trying to make it easier for people to get funny-looking moles and lesions and other skin concerns checked. Mairead Cheevers is the Chief Operations Officer for Rose Clinic. She's with me now. How you doing, Mairead? 
Hi, Jonathan. How are you? I'm very good. Now, your clinic is based in Penrose Wharf. So what do you do there? So basically, we're a clinician-led clinic and we focus mainly on mole screening. Um, And this is done through an AI technology, which allows us to identify um, and prevent um, skin cancers. Okay, so in other words, you're using technology to track things, to identify things. So how does the artificial intelligence work? So basically, it allows us to take imaging, images of the full body and um, record them on a system, which allows us to do comparison images annually. But it also allows us to identify because it scores the images and uses certain AI technology to identify uh, changes within a border or um, other characteristics that highlight that something may be going on deeper within the tissues of the skin. People have moles and bumps and freckles and, and they're normally just OK. So how do you how do you decide if you're a member of the public whether you should get something checked? Well, in reality, we should all be having a screening process done annually, um, especially if you are anybody that has over 50 lesions on the body at all. And to have over 50 lesions, it's nearly every Celtic or Irish person that is out there, um, whether that is red vascular lesions or actual uh, pigmented moles. Also, family history of skin cancer or personal history of any sort of um, skin issues. Uh, If you lived in a hot climate, if you've ever had a sunburn, and unfortunately, most of us Irish people at some point will have had a sunburn. um, And the use of sunbeds, unfortunately, is still being used here in Ireland also. And if you have um, a past history of ever using a sunbed, you should be having mole screening done. Mm. And and there are people out there who, who definitely need this kind of service. So you say it's clinician led, uh, but there's artificial intelligence mm-hmm. being used as well. So it's 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 mixing the best of both worlds to have people who know how to look at skin and identify what something is. And you have this added protection of, of a computer uh, running the rule over your mole. Absolutely. You know, it's it's so important what you physically see in front of you. You may see certain characteristics going on, but to allow us then to put this technology, such as a digital dermoscope, onto that lesion, it gives us a whole different in-depth look into the skin. And it's really important for us as well not to just be removing every mole that looks, you know, somewhat different on the skin, because then what we're going to be left with every time you make an incision in anyone's skin, you're left with um, the possibility of infection, scarring uh, and, and all the rest. So it's really important for us to do a monitoring process on these patients before we just remove anything. Mm. And then it's all obviously sent for, to pathology to ensure that, you know, um, that there is, if, if there is a concern of it at any level. Uh, of course, the sun hasn't really done much so far this summer. Uh, we, we are a couple of mo- days into it. Um, would we expect more people to be taking risks in the weeks ahead now? Because if the sun comes out at all, and you're not necessarily in Spain or Portugal. Irish people are terrible at putting on sunscreen, which probably results in them coming to see you when they shouldn't be. Absolutely, Jonathan. But it is strange that you actually say that because it shouldn't matter whether the sun is beaming out of the sky or not, because UVA, which is the deeper ray that actually goes into our dermal levels of our skin and does manipulate those skin cells, actually is there all year round. And it's 95% of the rays that actually hit our skin. And the UVB, the burning rays that we see with the sun actually getting stronger, is actually the lower of our concern. The UVA is is more dominant. And that's where it comes into every single day, whether it's cloudy or whether the sun is shining, we should be using that level of protection on our skin. 
Okay, and and it's good advice and solid advice. We just don't necessarily always take it. Uh, there are other types of uh, treatments at Rose Clinic as well. It's not just about the moles. Absolutely. Well, obviously, coming from my background is aesthetic medicine, and um, basically coming from aesthetic background. Uh, skin in general, uh, skin health is really important. Uh, We deal with a lot of uh, vascular lesions. We deal with uh, pigmentated issues on the skin that are not just at that level of skin cancers, etc., or just aesthetically there on the skin, but they're all nearly there due to environmental strain or um, sun damage. So we have um, IPL, we have laser, which allows us to actually treat all those different types of skin conditions. Okay, so there's, there's a lot on display. What's the website if people want to look you up? Yes, it's www.roseclinic.ie. Roseclinic.ie. Marie Cheevers, Chief Operations Officer, thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck to you. Thanks, Jonathan. Get the Red Business Podcast every week with Jonathan Healy at redfm.ie. Now, a virtual conference billed as trying to open minds and doors to doing business with Asia and Asian firms in Ireland is being hosted in Cork this week. It's called the Asia Matters EU-Asia SME Scaling Summit. It's uh, being addressed by the Indian and Chinese ambassadors to Ireland, as well as the Irish ambassador to China. Asia Matters is hosting the event in partnership with MTU, Cork City Council and Cork County Council. And the executive director of Asia Matters is Martin Murray, who's with me now. How are you, Martin? I'm... Delighted to be here, Jonathan. It's good Thanks to talk to you. you. You're a Cork man who has become immersed in Asia. I am indeed. I'm from Bishopstown. I uh, did a lot of work in Asia, ended up living in Tokyo and working in Tokyo five years. Uh, actually married a Japanese lady, bilingual at home here with the kids. And also for the last 10 years, I've been the honorary consul for Indonesia here in Ireland. The, there is no ambassador here nor embassy yet, which I hope to change in the near future. Okay, so you have a good idea of the landscape, if we could call it that. Ireland sure. used trade an awful lot with the UK. It, it was uh, rather a flawed policy in terms of exporting. Then we started looking at Europe and the US. We've been slow to go to Asia. Is, is that presumably just because of geographical distance? I think it's a mindset thing. It's it's legacy. If If you look at the history of the Irish economy, obviously, a successful open economy, small country, but in essence, we, we're we stuck in our comfort zone. We're stuck with uh, language, first of all, English language, which makes the UK very comfortable and the US very comfortable. And most Irish companies, as they scale, they start, you know, once they go beyond Ireland, they go to the UK first. And then if, if they're tech, particularly, they go to the US. Um, we, we equally rely on FDI heavily from the US. And in fact, many of the successful Irish companies have become successful in in being service providers to the US FDI companies in Ireland. So if you look at all that history, we're very Anglo-centric in essence. When people go beyond that, they tend to stick to near geography, which is basically some European countries, other European countries. And then if they go to Asia, very often, it just, it's not a party. They're scared. There's a fear factor, you know, that it's a lot of effort. It takes years to do business. I won't speak the language, you know, and you have to clearly invest a lot of time to find the right partner. So mm. it's the fear factor. A lot of that actually has changed, but the mindset is, you know, it's human nature, comfort, stick with what you know, don't 
don't risk new things. And, and this, how much of a role does the state have in that? Because we have Enterprise Ireland supporting growth in many markets. They're, they do support growth in Asia, but certainly um, they don't have as many on their book as they would have operating in the US or Europe. I think, to be fair, the Irish government has seen this. It's diversifying strongly, but it takes time. And as you say, we do have, you know, very good um, Enterprise Ireland and indeed uh, Board B also has a very strong presence along with IDA across Asia. Uh, and we've opened new embassies, including recently an embassy in Manila, which is fantastic. Uh, and a few years back, we opened one in Jakarta. So we are beginning to expand our presence in Asia. It just mm. takes time. And also we're competing with other countries, even small countries like Denmark, with far more boots on the ground selling food and fish, etc. Yeah, and, and that's our strength. We have wonderful food and we know that there is always going to be a market for it. I remember speaking a couple of years ago to a company that was freezing mussels uh, off Galway and sending them to Hong Kong and to Japan, where there was a huge market for fresh Irish mussels, although they had been frozen. Huge, but, but huge. you know, how do you communicate that message to a small business in West Cork that, you know, you could be doing business, never mind doing business with Germany. Why don't you do business with China? I think what you have to do is you have to take away the, the false misconceptions, take the fear factor out of it. I mean, I suppose the first thing is that if you are a business that has a quality product or service that can stand up, you know, to being global best in, in gas, it actually, you know, doesn't really matter what the geography is. What matters is finding the right partners. Who can you partner with to grow your business? You mentioned from the government side, there's people like Enterprise Ireland, you know, the Leos do a fast, fantastic job helping people. There's lots of organizations that help scale from the various angel investor networks, etc. Uh, Borbia, fantastic in the food sector, Tagus in terms of the research. So there's a whole world of Irish supports willing mm. to help. One big mistake that people make is they think you have to go to Asia to do business with Asia and in Asia. That doesn't have to be your starting point. Your starting point can be the Asian companies here in Ireland. And at this conference, we had yesterday people from, you know, we had the CEOs of some of the big uh, Chinese companies, including Wuxi Biologics in Dundalk, which is a huge plant, uh, Bank of China, huge global financial institution, and ICBC, which came here originally for aviation leasing and is now looking for partners in the renewable space in which Ireland has lots mm. of strength. So, great opportunity for an SME. But there is also reluctance. Uh, you know, your, your event important, I don't know, as it was this week, there was also the World Economic Forum in Davos uh, where sure, sure, people sure. were warning about doing business with China, the current geopolitical tensions with China not quite condemning Russia in the way that they should do, given what happened in Ukraine. Um, and constant fear that, uh, you know, West versus East, people are reluctant to do that. And, and and, you know, is that understandable? Of course, it's very understandable. We all come from the Western world of liberal democracies. But in the work of Asia Matters, we're non-political. So we don't actually comment on, on these issues. I mean, what I think personally isn't relevant to our work. I mean, Asia Matters itself, you know, China is very important for, you know, the future of the Irish economy there. But we're much bigger than China. We look at the ASEAN countries, there are 10 of those, uh, particularly focusing on Singapore, on Indonesia, which I also represent here, on Vietnam, on Thailand, huge opportunities, India, another huge okay. opportunity. You know, so it's a much broader space. And of course, Japan, Japan still 
is the third biggest economy in the world and huge opportunity for high tech yep. products. Don't just focus and on food. the one. Absolutely. Okay, Martin Murray, yeah. look, great to uh, to have you on. Uh, great to hear Corkman doing all the good work to link up Asia and this little island on the periphery of Europe and uh, all the great things that can come from that. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us, Martin. Thank you, Jonathan. Cheers. And that's it from this episode of Red Business. Thank you so much for listening. Every episode is available to download for free from redfm.ie. Kira McDonough was the producer, and we will catch you on the next one. Get the Red Business Podcast every week with Jonathan Healy at redfm.ie and wherever you get your podcasts.